This is a good, this is, this is a good day. I'm so excited. What's up, everybody? This is PSTV's Gratitude Unfiltered. What's up? I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. It is great to see you guys today. What a day. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. So. Good evening, everybody. We are live right now on Facebook. You can check us out at facebook.com, right? Facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. If you are listening to us on online radio or the podcast, uh, this is also PSTV's gratitude unfiltered. So I want to give a shout out to Carl Stedman uh, in the PSTV network. Thank you guys so much for your support of the show. Uh, thank you to everyone that's watching live right now. Uh, you know, thank you for the support. I'm Pretty pumped up today. I've had an adventure of a day since 5 a.m. Um, <laughs> I, I had to check my ego a little bit, or maybe my ego checked me. I'm not really sure, but we worked through that. Um, it ended up being a really great day. And then also the other day, um, I found out that we have a new sponsor for the show. And I got to take the products today for the first time. Um, I'm really excited because a lot of you that don't know me, don't know that I actually had a skincare line and uh, I worked with skincare and cosmetics and a lot of beauty brands and products and devices. And I come from that in industry and then medical equipment working with complex disabilities for 18 years. Um, I love working with physicians, uh, really dig it, but I've really enjoyed stepping and broadening the horizons, working with influencers and celebrities and networks. And it's just been an amazing, time and then working, getting to work with products and all of that and buying products for other companies. Like I've got to do a lot of different things, a lot of random little odd jobs. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So I really do genuinely spend a lot of time learning about products and, and different, you know, different companies, learning their manufacturing processes, learning the quality of the ingredients. And as a buyer, that's something that you do. Or if you're brokering a deal for a company or you're creating a, like I say, a skincare line or cosmetic line for a celebrity, a skincare line for a doctor or even a celebrity, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of little secrets about skincare that a lot of people don't know and cosmetics as well. And it's frustrating. And I like being that guy that spoke the truth about products so people had value. And so there's so many things that go into picking a good company and there's a lot of great companies out there. There's a lot of garbage too, but I take product recommendations seriously. And anyone that knows me, when I very when I first started doing videos, I was doing skincare reviews, believe it or not, and cosmetics. And I have a lash product coming out, a lash applicator coming out soon. What's up, Sherry? Um, like I love products. I like messing around in that industry. Like I, I can notice a mile away when a woman has false lashes on. Like I just can see it. I know the I like I know what goes into cosmetics. It's so much fun. It really is. And um, so anyway, the point is, I'm really excited that I have this amazing new sponsor, Nutri, that has a collagen product. And for years, what's up, Chantel? Good to see you. But for years, I had this liquid collagen product, and I'm not going to say the name of it. What's up, Melissa? How are you? Um, I'm not going to say the name of the product, but it was a liquid collagen product that had hyaluronic acid. Conjoint and sulfate. It was an amazing product. 
and everyone that took it knew it because it was so good for your health too. Um, I have not seen another collagen product like it. There's a company in England that makes a liquid collagen product, but it's not the same quality and it's hard to get here. It's expensive. But these powdered collagen drinks are getting huge. Like you can go to Whole Foods, you can go to the grocery store, you can go to a supplement store. There's collagen drinks in, in like sports, like where you go buy a pre-workout. Like everyone carries these products because without a shadow of a doubt, like if, if the, the powder, the way it absorbs, like if it, the molecular weight is just right, it's going to absorb beautifully in the body. But that's the key. A lot of it doesn't. Anyway, I'm getting off subject. Like it's these products, these collagen and hyaluronic acid products are being infused in sports products because it makes your body feel amazing. And then you combine this stuff with CBD, it's out of control. It's amazing. So I'm excited about this company because I know the quality of them. I'll just show you really quick, and then we're going to get into our subject that's going to be a little out of control tonight. I'm diving down some wormholes, and we're going to talk about uh, something pretty powerful. But this is the collagen drink. Nutri. Great packaging. Like, it came in shipping. It was amazing. It was Amazon. This tastes of vanilla. I'm actually going to mix it up on the show to show you because it mixes pretty nice. Um, I tasted it, and it tastes really good. But here's the deal. It's not just for your hair, skin, and nails. And the, the collagen and hyaluronic acid is also good for your eyes. But it assists with weight management, and it's really good for digestion. And I'm not going to tell you how I know. Well, I mean, one, it's on the packaging. But two, I'm, you know, it's good for digestion. And I tested it with a cheeseburger. I'm not lying. <laughs> it's good for digestion. Like it, it, like, and the other thing is it gives you – there's energy in this. I, like, I feel amazing. Um, I really like this, and there's great ingredients in this. I mean, there's biotin, there's all of the B vitamins, vitamin E, vitamin C, vitamin D3. Oh, did you know that vitamin D3 is a natural testosterone booster, by the way? Maybe that's why I feel so virile right now. Um, what else? Is grass, uh, the collagen peptides, grass-fed. Uh, let's see, horsetail extract. Uh, there's chloine. Oh, there's all kinds of good stuff in this. Keratin, hyaluronic acid. Bio, it was a bioprin to help it digest faster, like to help it absorb. Anyway, it tastes great. And then they have this Ultra Burner Energy Fat Burner. Um, there's an appetite control. There's an absorption enhancer. There's a metabolism and energy blend that's green tea and coffee beans, stuff like that. Caffeine's pretty low. Uh, ketones, CLA. Like there's some good stuff in this. And the appetite suppressant. So anyway, they're sponsoring the show, and I'm excited about it. And they have a greens product coming out, which I'm super stoked about. Like, I want that. So hook it up, Nutri. So I'm excited about this. Okay, so how do you know if you're spiritually bypassing? That's a subject of tonight's show. Does anyone know what that is? I'd love to see your comments. Wow, it's so funny. You can tell when there's a shift of energy. When you start talking about spiritual stuff, people freak out. Good God, you guys can relax. So I want to talk about this because, and Chantel, if you're still on the show, if you're still watching live, like I would love for you, I'd love your opinion on this. So I found an article. I'd never really heard about this, but I asked for a su suggestion about what I should talk about tonight because it didn't work out with the guest. And she said spiritual bypassing. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I Googled it. So I'm going to read again, <laughs> but I want to talk about this. Can spirituality damage your growth? I first heard about spiritual bypassing on one of my favorite podcasts, the Duncan Trezel Family Hour. 
Those of you who haven't, okay, I don't need to read that. Duncan talks about spiritual spirituality in a lot of his, his interviews. Most guests will happily indulge him in doing so. Naturally, spirituality is a big reason why people tune into the podcast. So it took me by surprise when he mentioned that spirituality, and I, I look, I'm, I'm, I'm going here for a reason. As a set, so Christians relax. As a set of ideas and practices could actually be self-sabotaging. Spiritual bypassing, a term coined in the early eight, 1980s by psychologist John Wellwood, refers to the use of spiritual practices and beliefs to avoid dealing with uncomfortable feelings, unresolved wounds, and fundamental emotional psychological needs. The concept was delivered in the spirit of, can't read that word, cutting through spiritual materialism, which was one of the first attempts to name a spiritual uh, distortion. According to teacher and author Robert Masters, spiritual bypassing causes us to withdraw from ourselves and others, hiding behind a spiritual veil of metaphysical beliefs and practices. He says it not only distances us from our pain and difficult personal issues, but also from an authentic spirituality stranding us into metaphysical limbo, a zone of exaggerated gentleness, niceness, niceness and superficiality. Okay, so here's, his, here's a quote. Aspects of spiritual bypassing include exaggerated detachment, emotional numbing, and repression, overemphasis on the positive, anger phobia, blind and overly tolerant compassion, weak or too porous boundaries, lopsided development, cognitive intelligence often being far ahead of emotional and moral intelligence, Oof. debilitating judgment about one's negativity or shadow side, devaluation of the personal relative to the spiritual and delusions of having arrived at a higher level of being. Okay, so here's, here's why I wanna talk about this. And I would love your feedback. I think I talked about this last night, but how many of you tried to make, make a change in your life? You, you just tried to, you know, maybe you hit rock bottom or what you thought was rock bottom, but then you, it, it, you, the, then you end up like you got on this path for a little bit and then you got knocked off of it. And then all of a sudden you're back to doing the, the, the reckless behavior that you were doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's me a lot. And like, I would listen, I've done talks about the lives of labels. And when people say, you're always going to be a piece of blank, or you're always going to be this, you're always going to be that, you know, and, and you go, yeah, you're right. And you start believing the lies. And then you just go back to what you were doing. And this has helped me understand the importance of building spiritual armor. Because I think a lot of what this is saying is talking about like, the problem with personal development stuff is that it it's really just a head thing for a lot of people. Like you, I, I mean, how many of you just like you've read a devotional or like a, you read an inspirational thing or you read a, you know, uh, I don't know what else they would call it, but it could be like a Joe Olstein motivational devotional, whatever. Oh boy, it just see the subject people don't like. But how many of you have have like have done like like that that's where you've been where it was just like you would go read this stuff, but you weren't actually going and like really trying to apply it. Well, it's what I've learned is that it's really hard to apply that the 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 self-help personal development stuff um it it, it it like motivational uh you know it could be meditation stuff but honestly like if you don't crack through 
that, that shell of armor you have around you and start pulling out the crap that's been locked inside of you for since you were a child. I know like a lot of my friends that watch the show are into leadership, emotional intelligence, and you really get to go deep and healing some things that hurt. But you realize, golly, like it, it just keeps going. The work never stops. But you can't just pile personal development, motivational stuff on top of crap. And I'm not saying you're crap, but I'm saying you are full of crap. You're full of negativity. You're full of toxins. Like you have these things inside you, speaking from experience, and it really is a block. But it's real easy to talk the game of I'm, all, I'm positive all the time. I'm happy all the time. Everything's going to work out for a reason. How many, you know, where it's just all in your head and that person that's, it's like they have it memorized. It's like a motivational speech that you've heard 9,000 times because the same speech is done 9,000 times. Anyway, like it's, 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 it's just talk. It's not applying. It's not practical. And God knows I've been guilty of it my whole, like my, basically my whole life until recently, until I fell in love with doing the work. But doing the work's really hard when you're trying to stuff it on uh, on top of crap. You got to detox that stuff. So hold on, I'm going to continue reading it because it gets into some much better stuff. Before listening to Duncan wax lyrical about this, I never imagined there could be such subtle and complex consequences of pursuing spiritual matters. And thinking that I uh, and thinking that I cautious and sincere spiritual seeker could be suffering such consequences seemed equally absurd. But after reading the detailed description of symptoms, I knew it applied to my situation. I realized that at a certain point in early adulthood, I had perverted spirituality into a defense mechanism, a mechanism that enabled me to disavow any negative quality or behavior in myself. So I, this is a few patterns that took place. Whenever I became anxious, I would immediately reach for the nearest Eckhart Tolle or Alan Watts text on my bookshelf. Instead of sitting with the anxiety or checking in to see if it was coming from an innocuous place, I would quickly find refuge in spiritual philosophy. Using personal development as escape, but not really addressing the issue. Whew. Huh. That would explain that even it was so easy why it was to knock me off my path. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I would strive to maintain the appearance of someone who is constantly at peace with oneself, even though inside I may have felt like the weight of the world was crushing down on my soul. This kind of faux spirituality had a complete stranglehold on my speech and behavior and caused intense cognitive dissonance. Whoo. Whenever I had done, <laughs> whenever I had done something hurtful or wrong to another person, I would rarely take responsibility for it. Oh man. I deflected that responsibility by saying things that, Oh boy. I saying things like that person just needs to grow spiritually. Who said that before? Oh my God. It's just an illusion anyways. Oh my God. All in naive tone reminiscent of a time. I thought I was bonafide professor of quantum physics. The process of realizing when you're to blame for in any given situation is no easy task, but spiritual bypassing enables one to ignore that difficult process altogether. It led me to believe I was always right because I was more enlightened than all the ignorant sheepies who just couldn't see the damn light. 
Mom, I'm sorry. I'm working on my language, but I was reading now. Uh, but the harsh truth of this spiritual arrogance is that I was ignoring the pain I caused in others because I was ignoring the similar pain in myself. Oh, man, I want to talk about this. Okay, so how many of us, like, ignore spiritual pain? Like, this, this journey that I'm on about learning to love myself, this is a trip. But like I've really like I've been alone now. I've been living alone. I've never lived alone, and I've never I've never been, like been alone. I've always been in a relationship until recently, and over the last month, I've been alone with myself and like really starting to like it. I'm really starting to. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm starting to like myself, and you know I'm having fun. Like I've been meeting amazing people, and I've like I've never felt so much love in my life. Like I've just met incredible people. I've met people that were, have gone through similar things as me and that's been amazing. And then I've met people that aren't like me that are fun to hang out with. And you know, like it's, it's been amazing. I, I, I don't, I, I just, yeah, it, it's been absolutely terrific, but it's just been this really getting to absolutely love my, myself. And that came from surrender. And, and just trusting and being willing to sit in the pain because knowing that the pain was on the other side of, I'm sorry, the joy, the victory was on the other side of the pain. Like when I figured that out, it was one of the most empowering things of my life to figure that out because it allowed me to sit in things that I normally would not want to sit in. And that was getting over a troubled relationship that was getting over loneliness that was getting like being able to sit with that because I knew that I was going to grow from it. But it honest to God took me basically crashing into another freaking ditch to figure it out. I mean, it's, that's just what it's been. Anyway, I'm going to continue reading. But surrender, the, the point is that learning to sit with that has been one of the most empowering things I've ever done. That's the point. Part of the reason for spiritual bypassing is that we tend not to have very much tolerance, either personally or collectively, for facing, entering, and working through our pain. Strongly referring to pain-numbing solutions, regardless of how much suffering remedies may catalyze. Because this, pre this preference was so deeply and thoroughly infiltrated, our culture, that, is so, that it, it has become all but normalized, spiritual bypassing fits most seamlessly into our collective habit of turning away from what is painful as a kind of higher anal analgestic. Oh my gosh, I can't read that word. That's embarrassing. With seemingly minimal, minimal, minimal side effects. It is a spiritualized strategy, not only for avoiding pain, but also for legitimizing such avoidance in ways of ranging from the blatantly obvious to the extremely subtle. Man, this is just hitting home. The, subtle, the subtlety of recognition seems to be the root of why this affliction is so widespread and underdiagnosed. Psychologist Ingrid blah, 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 also notes this subtly in her article, Beware of Spiritual Bypass. And I put a link to this article in the comments. Although the defense looks a lot prettier than other defenses, it serves the same purpose. Spiritual bypass shields us from truth. It disconnects us from our feelings and helps us avoid the big picture. It is more about checking out than checking in. And the difference is so subtle that we usually don't even know we're doing it. God, man, you get called out. Again, going back to emotional intelligence, when you do that work, you, yeah, 
you get called out. It's 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 amazing to have that this some very painful mirrors held up to you, and just realizing how big our egos can get. Like mine, oh my gosh, even like the self loathing crap is ego. Like you know, feeling or or just projecting my feelings on other people, or um, uh, like assuming that even people that. Like maybe if I get in my head of like the I'm not good enough or people are talking negative, whatever. Like, like even me personalizing that is ego. It's a it's crazy. It's so it seems so asinine. Like when you get to see the other side of it, but I fell into my own trap today. I mean, it's just a hard thing to win. <laughs> are, are you supposed to win? I don't know if you're supposed to win, but the point is, like, I'm trying. You know, killing my ego completely. Uh, it's a task. Anyway, considering our culture generally shuns negative emotions, it's no surprise many of us respond to those emotions with repression. Prominent manifestations of repression, such as alcoholism and drug addiction, are forms of relief whose conspicuous quality makes them easier to identify and intervene. Spiritual bypassing, while seemingly more benign, is much more difficult to notice because it's guised in the appearance of wholeness and wisdom. It's much harder to recognize our repression when we're chanting Om Shanti on a regular basis or repeating positive affirmations that everything is okay, all is love. Yoga, meditation, psychedelics, prayer, affirmations, deeply engaging with the present moment, etc., are all incredibly powerful spiritual to tools if used appropriately. But sometimes, if we're not careful, those things can end up masking deeper issues lingering both inside and outside of us. To me, spiritual bypassing is fundamentally about taking a so-called absolute truth, such as everything, such as everything is okay, and using it to ignore or deny relative truth, such as the grief we feel when we lose the loved one or the shame that arises when we fail at something important. On a personal and interpersonal level, sometimes everything isn't okay, and that's okay. It's true. That may be quite trite, but in context of spiritual bypassing, it's a platitude that I feel requires frequent repetition. Before we can heal our pain, we have to be honest about it and accept it, which is ideally what spirituality should be help realize. That's what having a relationship with Christ is about. Anyway, as a master suggests, this is certainly easier said than done and requires a level of vulnerability, which most of us are uncomfortable with. Nonetheless, if we grant validity to the many claims that spirituality is helping is shaping the evolution of humanity, it seems wise to confront the intricacies of our own bypassing sooner than later. Doing so could only prevent years of developmental stagnation. Boy, I can speak on that. Holy Moses. But also help implement new angles of self-awareness that our world so desperately needs. Acknowledgement and acceptance were the first major steps for me and I sense a deeper spirituality and following in their wake. Holy crap. I mean, it just hits home. It just, it, it, it truly, truly hits home for me. Um, I don't know about you guys, but it's, look, it catches up to you one way or another. Like, here's, here's the reality of life. You get another opportunity. I mean, you repeat the same mistakes until you break the cycle, until you, you break the chain, until you go down a different path. Like, it will keep coming back at you, and every time it comes back at you, you just dig a deeper hole. 
I know it. I've been digging out of it for years. Seriously, it, it's not fun. And here's the thing, I'm back with the same opportunities I had before. This time I'm not sabotaging them. But it comes back and either you die or you have to address it. So you might as well take it head on now. You might as well go after and clear that crap. And I'm still clearing stuff. But as you clear that crap out of you and you just and you just go and you face it head on, it's worth it. That's why like leadership emotional intelligence is so powerful because it kind of locks you in a room and makes you do it. It's powerful. And I'm I'm not like in the middle of a course right now, but I just believe in the work. And I mean, it, it really helps you do that. And sometimes you gotta purge more because it's not like you know, trauma ends when you're a child. Like trauma can keep circulating. So anyway, I, I just wanted to talk about that because it's something I think that a lot of us fall into, and I know I've been guilty of it. It wasn't until I, I started taking like that my quiet time really serious. And what I mean is not just reading a devotional, but like actually, you know, spending time talking to God and praying for people and, you know, and, and then in confessing. Because I don't care what faith you are. Like even just saying, I'm sorry, <laughs> forgive me for doing this, like whatever, clearing it with yourself is better than nothing. And I'm I'm not suggesting that you, you know, should not ask for forgiveness of your sins, all that stuff. I, but there's something about just every morning being able to say, please forgive me for this and releasing it. And of course, you know my faith, so you know who I'm praying to. But it, it you know, sometimes even talking about it to yourself is better than talking to nobody. But I, I really believe that that time and, and really trying to learn and understand like, like what the Bible is saying and what, you know, the devotionals are saying and what just what God is saying to me and, and in prayer and asking questions and being and, and having them answered or having people show up in my life like out of the blue that are having such a huge impact on me in, in a positive way. Like that means a lot. That's so grateful for that but i think that the more you seek god like i truly believe that the more you seek god and the more you clear the crap out of your way you know like i really believe like the food you eat matters the the products that you i mean like the products that you take if you're going to take products take good products don't take bad products don't poison your body like you're better off taking nothing than taking crap seriously if you can't get the quality product, don't take anything because it's not all supplements are not the same. But it's the same way with food. All food's not the same. And I'm saying this and like, look, I get to lose 20 pounds, you know, I mean, I'm, so I'm not like preaching here. I'm just saying But the more of that stuff you clear out and like the more like you take care of yourself, it's amazing how much easier it is to connect. And then also kind of relieve some of that stuff that weighs you down. And so that was the point of spiritual bypassing, because it's one thing just to just have it memorized, like you're just repeating it. I was married to someone like that. I'm not going to say her name, but I was going to marry someone like that. She was always the happiest person ever. She was amazing, though. Like, I really like her. She was a good human being, but I was 
screwed up in the head. <sighs> but she was an amazing human being. And, um, but she was like that. She was just like always happy. It just that she could just talk the talk of being happy. But inside, she wasn't really happy. She was sad. And it was a pure example of spiritual bypassing. But I've done it <laughs> all my life. But I can tell you right now that it doesn't really solve anything. So it's better to just to face it and do the work and get rid of it. Anyone that's been to like, again, that's done emotional intelligence or you hear about Landmark Forum, they can tell you about it. It, 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 it really helps you get rid of that. But we all, we all get to grow and we have an option. We can stay stagnant or we can grow. It's up to us. It's a choice. Anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Again, thank you so much to Nutri for sponsoring the show. I'm really digging this collagen drink, really. Um, I'm going to take this fat burner tomorrow. I'll let you know how I like it. All right, God bless. See you guys.